Hey, everyone, and welcome to Port City Living, the podcast about life in Wilmington, North Carolina and the surrounding area. I am your host, Bill Corbett, with Port City Living. I am a real estate agent, and I serve the greater Wilmington, North Carolina area. And my co-host is Brad Brown, a mortgage lender with Atlantic Bay Mortgage, and he serves the greater Wilmington, North Carolina area as well. Do you go outside of Wilmington, Brad? Actually, I'm licensed in North Carolina and South Carolina, the entire state. Excuse me. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's good to know. So you can do it anywhere. Right. So today we're going to give everyone a little quick history lesson about Wilmington. Um, I thought that would be appropriate since um, everybody loves Wilmington, but do they really know how it all started and where we came from? I'm going to say that's a no. (laughs) I'm actually waiting for you to educate me. I'm going to educate you. I'm going to give you a lot of information. Okay, I'm I'm ready. Bring okay. it on me. Where are we even going to start today? I'm, where we're going to start with when Wilmington? Well, first of all, Wilmington is, uh, and I looked this up because I didn't know it's five thousand three hundred and fifty-nine square miles in size. So, as we may have mentioned in our previous podcast, I'm not sure episodes, Wilmington or is. I, I like to say that Wilmington basically is New Hanover County because New Hanover County is the second smallest county in North Carolina. Wilmington takes up a large portion of the county. Right. So when I say Wilmington, I just kind of think of New Hanover County. Um, but uh, so it's it's not a big space, but there's a lot of people here. There's a lot of people <laughs> shoved people into that. Yes. We are crammed in, but we are all love each other so much. Um did you come up with the final numbers for the population? We can actually throw that out there really quick. You know, what what we find is that there there's there I guess with anything there's going to be some uh, differing opinions on on what's out there. We've got uh, one hundred seventeen thousand six hundred and forty three as of twenty twenty one. But and that's as, Wilmington. And that's Wilmington. But as you read, they actually say that the last official record dates back to 2018. And so this is a U.S. Census deal where they're adding a percentage every year. So I don't know that that 117 is, is 100% accurate. Yeah. but um, And then for New Hanover County, which again is basically Wilmington, uh, what I came up with was 229,000. 18 people mm. in the county. So yeah, and I think that's also a 2018 or a 29, excuse me, a 2021 number. But as you dig, it says nothing's official since 2018. Okay. So at least that gives you an idea how many people are here in this area. Um, Wilmington uh, dates back to the colonial uh, era or colonial period, the 18th century. And Wilmington was incorporated in February of 1739. That's really, really old. Really, really old. And uh, you know, fun fact. <laughs> We're going to start a hashtag. Fun, fun fact. fact. <laughs> uh, Wilmington had, uh, I don't know if it had, or it was uh, supposed to be named th- three, or could have been named three different things. Do you know what they were? Oh, no. I'm, I'm curious. curious. I okay. do not. Uh, one of them was uh, New Carthage. Um, one of them was New London. And the other one is Newton. So we could have been... Any of those three. Hmm. Um, and they settled on um, uh, uh, Wilmington. Um, and that was um, because of, 
I can't think of the guy's name. I had it written down. But anyway, he was a, uh, a wig in the, he didn't wear it, well, he might have worn a wig, but he was a wig in the British uh, parliamentary, and uh, his last name was Wilmington, and so that's how uh, Wilmington got its name. It I got to tell you, him. I don't love New Carthage. I'm no, glad they didn't go that route. Sounds like New Cartilage. I'm thinking Carnage. It sounds bad. It sounds negative. Carnage, yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, and then also, I had heard this a long time ago, and I tried to research this and really could not find anything on it, but um, I was always told or under the impression that Wilmington, downtown historic Wilmington, was laid out, the grid of, of Wilmington was laid out on the same grid as Liverpool, England. Hmm. Um, but I couldn't find, this time around, I couldn't find anything about that at all, and I looked extensively. Um, and when, back in the... I don't know exactly when it was, but I know back in the late 80s, early 90s, there was a burger place downtown on Front Street called uh, Liverpool. And it had the best burgers. And when I went to the community college, uh, late 80s, early 90s, we used to go there for lunch a lot. Mm. Uh, and unfortunately, it closed. But um, So that's kind of cool. But um, anyway, so Wilmington was incorporated in February uh, of uh, 1739. Um it played a crucial role in the Revolutionary War in 1776. The British occupied uh, the city, but it was later recaptured by American forces in 1781. Um, and the headquarters for General Charles Cornwallis was where, Brad? Do you I know where? I, I do not know any of these things. It was at the Bellamy <laughs> Mansion. Okay. And the Bellamy Mansion is um, probably one of the most significant architectural structures that I think we have in Wilmington, wouldn't you say? As it's, far as house is concerned. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible and highly photographed highly with photographed. the fountain in the foreground. It's always. right in what they call Keenan Square. Um, right beside it is the First Baptist Church, which is very, um, it's beautiful with this with tall spiral yeah. up in the air. Um, and then across the street, the opposite corner is the Carolina Apartments, which has its own Fame because the movie uh, um, Blue Velvet was filmed in that building, or parts of it, anyway. And then on the other corner was another grand building, but it was uh, it was torn down, and there's a smaller brick building there now. But uh, the Bell Mansion was built between 1859 and 1861 by Dr. John D. Bellamy, and it's at 503 Market Street. It is a Greek Revival Italianate home. Um, it, uh, like I said, served as... Uh, the headquarters for General Charles Cornwallis, and um, it was restored in the 70s and 80s because it went through a period of time where it was really neglected. Um, if you search online, you can see where it really looked rough. Um, but it was restored in the 70s and 80s, and today it's a, a beautiful, beautiful museum, and it's it gets toured by many, many people that come to town. Um, fun fact. Oh, you have a fun fact? I do. Wow. Okay. I've never been in the oh, Bellamy Brad. Mansion. <laughs> I always say we're going to go, but I've never been. Well, funny you say that because, um, uh, you know, I have the companion to this, which is my YouTube channel called Port City Living, and I'm getting ready to put out a video about iconic structures. And on my list, there are two structures that I have not been in. Uh, and uh, so if you want to see that, that'll be out sometime soon. But uh, I have been in the Bellamy Mansion, and it is – it's – um. It's, it's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really cool. And the history behind it. I, they also, I don't know if they still do it or not, but they used to do jazz uh, shows there hmm. out on the lawn. And yeah. We used to go there 
when I used to live downtown. So that that's pretty awesome. They had some evenings over the holidays where they were open and people just kind of came in and toured and no charge from what I remember. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how much it is to tour it. I don't think it's that expensive, no. but it's, it's kind of cool, but it's a beautiful home. Absolutely beautiful. Yes, and like you said, it's in, in Keenan Plaza, and right in the center of Market Street is that glorious mountain. Oh, fun fact about that. <laughs> Should we have called this fun facts we instead? Wilmington <laughs> historical fun facts. Um, so we know how the fountain is now, and we see it's, it's like several, a couple of layers, and then the big fountain, the bowl in the center. Right. You know. Did you know that it used to be one layer bigger further out into the street? And uh, because, you know, back then they didn't need wide streets because it was horse and buggy. And then the cars came along and the cars weren't that big. And as cars got bigger, they realized that people were running into it, which they still do, they even still though do. it's bigger than hell. I don't know how anybody could not see that, but they still <laughs> run into it. And uh, so they took a layer away. Um, if mm. you'll notice, um, the little gargoyles at the bottom are there to spill water into the next level, but they're... The level's not there. I'm going to have to look closer yeah. now. And if anybody out there knows more history about this or thinks that I'm wrong, let me know. I'd greatly be, would greatly love to be educated myself if that is incorrect. Um, I mean, it's not like they can call in right now, right? Well, that's true. We don't, we don't <laughs> take call-ins, but we might one day. You never know. Um, Wilmington also played a huge um, uh, key in the Confederate post-Civil War. Uh, the city was the last major open port to the Confederacy, and it fell in 1865 whenever the Civil War was open. And um, or I'm sure, Brad, you're familiar with Fort Fisher. Oh, yes. Fort, now, there I've been several been. times. Fort Fisher is down. Um, so if you take, uh, if you go down to Carolina Beach, which is the southern end of New Hanover County, and then you drive through Carolina Beach, you go through Curie Beach, and then it, it dumps you out at the very end, uh, and Fort Fisher is down that way. And Fort Fisher was built, the earthworks were built to fight uh, the Battle of the Civil War, and um, that was one of the last battles that was fought. And um, the earthworks that were built for the battle are um, most of it still there. There's like 10% left. Uh, part of the earthworks um, were out where the ocean line is, but as things have changed and the ocean has gotten taken over the, the land, those earthworks have disappeared over the years. Um, but I did a video on that too. Uh, you can go to my YouTube channel and check that out. That's really, really good information. Uh, but it's really cool and really kind of sort of sacred to go and tour that museum and see where everyone perished during that war. Um, but it was to save Wilmington, um, and it, it did a good job, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, so. And um, what are some of the other structures that are, are historic, Brad, that you like? Um, Let's talk about Air Lake, because it has to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now how does that have to do with you? So, uh, okay, Airly Gardens, uh, if you're not familiar with it, is a tract of land uh, that is over near Wrightsville Beach. Um, it was uh, purchased by um, Pembroke and Sadie Jones um, back in 1886. And uh, for those of you who don't know Pembroke Jones, we could probably do a whole podcast just on that story, on him alone. But he was a very wealthy man, and uh, him and his wife owned basically all of the land that uh, Landfall is on. 
And, uh, but he had this uh, separate parcel called Airly um, over on the Sound. And um, they built this um, massive home um, over there on that property. And in the 1950s, uh, it was purchased by a branch of my family, the Corbett family. Oh. Um, and before everybody gets too excited, I will tell you that uh, the lineage is um, it's on the same tree, but we were on the dead side of the tree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we, we're not the side that flourished, but it is the same uh, family, so that's kind of cool. And then uh, when, when the Corbett family bought uh, Early Gardens, they tore the mansion down in 1955, and they built a more modern uh, kind of a sprawling story-and-a-half type ranch, which that house is still over there today. That particular part of Airlie is now a neighborhood, but um, that house is still there, so it's kind of cool. Um, and the Corbett family owned it until the 90s when um, they could no longer take care of it anymore, and, and so the city bought it. And now it is a, um, it's not really a city park, because you can't really go over there. It's um, it's a, I guess, for-profit, you would say, park to go into, so you have to pay to see it, but um, it's quite it's quite gorgeous. It's, yeah. It's beautiful. Is it nonprofit though? I don't know. That's a good question. Does anybody know? If anybody knows, let us know. Because I know you have to pay to go in. Even though I'm a Corbett, I still have to pay. Yeah. My little nephew is 12 years old, and he went on a field trip over there, and he let them know that he was a Corbett. Yeah. And I don't think <laughs> it's to much pay. to get in there unless you're going for the uh, garden party every year. And that's an event in itself. Yeah. And then, you know, we, we – you mentioned rather the the mansion and being torn down and now a more modern structure, but what's still there is that amazing four hundred year old oak tree. Yes, that's pretty incredible. That oak tree is is um, synonymous with Airly Gardens. It is, and with um, the garden party. It's just the, the. I mean, there's many trees over there, obviously, and the gardens are gorgeous. But that particular tree is is the the main feature of that garden. And if you haven't seen it or been over there, then I highly recommend. Um, they do Enchanted Airly at Christmas time, and, mm-hmm. you know, I've never been able to, to go because the tickets sell out, like, quick as a wink. Yeah. Quick as a wink. Yeah, yeah. Or the Oyster Roast. I've never been to that either. You know, and pretty much everything we're talking about today, for anybody that's listening, Google image these places. Yes. There's incredible imagery of these locations that we're talking about right now. I mean – um, the garden is what 67 acres. I mean, it's huge, and there's sculptures, there's fountains, there's uh, I don't know. It's just um, it's it's just a big part of the Wilmington landscape. And uh, if if you're fortunate enough to go, then I highly recommend it. Um, so, what else can we talk about with Wilmington? Oh, how about the oldest property in Wilmington? Do you know where that is, Brad? I do not. It is the Mitchell Anderson <laughs> House. <laughs> And that's on the corner of Front and Orange Street. I'm trying to think what that one is. It's right um, diagonal from um, the Little Dipper downtown on okay. Front. Okay, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's one of um, the oldest houses in Wil- – or the um, oldest structure in Wilmington. And uh, it was built, I want to say, 1739, but that's about the year that uh, Wilmington was uh, incorporated. So I think that's about as old as Wilmington is. Um, again, if all you historians out there have different facts, then please let us know. Um, but uh, it's pretty cool. It's uh, some kind of office now. It's not a, a private restaurant, a, a private residence. Um, 
Um, so Wilmington has deep, deep history. And the thing about Wilmington is, is that um, even though um, it was in, invaded and it was taken over during the Civil War, we didn't lose a lot of our structures like some of the other cities. Like I'm told that Charleston um, lost a lot of their history. And fortunately, we were able to keep ours all intact, so that's good. Um, what did happen, though, later in years is that Wilmington did lose a lot of stuff in the 60s and 70s as people started um, realizing that, you know, the historical downtown area was not really the best place to live and people were starting to move out into the suburbs, which back then the suburbs is now the middle of Wilmington. But, that's right. Uh, you know, but uh, so Wilmington in the 60s and the 70s and, and partly in the 80s got neglected, and it really didn't, didn't go very well, and a lot of structures were torn down. Do you know that, um, uh, you know, when you're riding down Market Street, when you get past, like, 16th or 17th Street, you where Hanover High School is? Yep. When you get past Hanover High School, and then just before you get into downtown, you notice that there's lots of emptiness, like there's nothing. That's because all that whole section of Market Street from like 20th all the way into downtown was considered mansions on market. Mm. And that section where that gas station is and yeah, all that stuff, yeah. that was huge houses that got either torn down or burned down or, or whatever. And um, it's just a shame. Yeah. And for those of you out there who want to see what used to exist, I highly recommend picking up uh, Susan, Susan Taylor Blocks. Uh, she's a local, or she was a local um, author here, and she um, collected a lot of information on on uh, not not just about Wilmington, but you know some of the beaches and the history behind all these places. Her book, uh, Cape Fear Lost, is outstanding. I have it, and when you flip through the pages and you look at some of the homes and some of the structures that no longer exist, it will make you cringe. Mm. It, it's just it's unbelievable. Some of the beautiful architecture and massive houses, especially on Market Street, that yeah. are no longer with us. That's crazy. It is crazy. But I highly recommend Susan Taylor Block uh, picking her her books up and checking them out. But, um, but there's a couple of, there's several other places um, in the downtown area that are historic, like the um, the Customs House downtown or Custom? the Federal. I mean, now, if you're across the river and you look back at the downtown area, that is probably one of, in my mind, the most iconic. Just, it's incredible. And until recently, I had, as many people, have never seen the inside of it. But You've seen it? No. Only oh, just looking either. at some of the Google images, uh, you know, trying to prepare and, yeah. and see what's going on. And just, it is a really, really cool building on the inside. And the limited pictures that they've got on top of that. Yeah, that's one building I've never been in either. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it was built in 1840. It sits right on Water Street, so it looks right over the Cape Fear River. It's almost direct, sort of directly across from the battleship, not quite. Um, but it is a uh, Greek Revival architectural style building um, and with the pediments and the columns, and, uh, and it's just amazing. The Custom House, the, the building served as a federal facility for customs operations, and it played a crucial role in regulating and collecting tariffs uh, on imported goods, reflecting Wilmington's significance as a port. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, don't let the word house fool you. Yeah, it's it's anything but a house. It's, it's a house. It's a <laughs> H-A-U-S, a house. <laughs> Big house. Um, 
What is another significant thing that people should know about Wilmington? We talked about the Bellamy Mansion. That's one big one. Oh, the Battleship, of course. That's, oh, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact time. All right. Um, so my mom, uh, my mom is 75 years old. Sorry, Mom, for putting that out there. But uh, she remembers when she was a little girl, and this was even in Pender County, they used to collect coins to help get the battleship here and get it in place. You know, So after it was, uh, what, decommissioned? Is that what they do with the battleship? They decommissioned yeah. it. Uh, they moved it here to Wilmington and, uh, and, and put it here on the river, and they dug out a, a space in the river for it to sit right across um, uh, from downtown Wilmington, and it's one, one of our iconic back drops for Wilmington and um, the fun fact is is that when they have you ever noticed have you ever noticed the way the guns point it's towards the city isn't it no they, they point away from the city and they should have pointed toward the city because it should face the ocean and it faces the wrong way and I was told and again if I'm wrong <clears throat> excuse me uh, somebody correct me but I was told that it was put into place and then it got stuck and they couldn't turn it around and it just stayed there. So it's actually Crazy. pointing in the wrong direction. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So again, if I'm wrong, correct me on that, but that's um, your fun fact though. That's my fun fact is backwards. So, you know, the, I've got a fun fact on this one too. Okay. You know, I'm a little bit of a runner. That was the first half marathon I ever did was the battleship half marathon. And you ran it for, where's the battleship half marathon? Where does it run to? It, um, it's just downtown, right? Yeah. It runs over all three. I say all three bridges. I guess there's technically two bridges and then a high road, but to me it's a bridge, uh, all three bridges and out to Greenfield Lake and back. And um, I've, I've run it multiple times, but what they, they reoriented, I guess, the, the trail, the course one time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, they had just finished the boardwalk around the battleship. I don't know if you've been since they've added the boardwalk out there. But we had to go and run around the battleship and back out again. And they had a Marine Corps brass band out there playing in the middle of the run. Oh, that's cool. It was really cool. It was a good time. I've only been uh, – I've been over to the battleship and on the fan deck. There's been um, several events on the fan tail yeah. overlooking Wilmington. Um, but I've only been in the battleship once, and that was many, many, many years oh, ago. But it's definitely super cool. Again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at, at one point, the battleship used to show movies on the fantail. So mm-hmm. they would have they would pull the big screen up, and it was interesting because the screen was like see through. And so when you were downtown Wilmington, looking over the river at the battleship, you could see the movie on the screen, but it was in reverse. Huh. <laughs> the coolest thing, and they didn't they didn't do that for very long. I haven't seen them do that in a long time yeah, either. But I that didn't was even know they cool. did it. But yeah, but it's the battleship's amazing. Um, so that's something that everybody should definitely check out, and I need to go back over and check it out myself uh, for sure. Um, let's talk about Thalian Hall. Oh, man. You know what? I actually just saw a show there. Did you? Oh, the producers. Uh, yes, a few weeks ago. It was quite incredible. Um, talk about the architecture in the city, though. Once you get inside, that building is incredible. So what sort of... Fun facts do you have to lay on us about Thalian? <laughs> the uh, Thalian, and I have them. Um, Thalian was built in 1858, and um, it's it's one of the last pre-Civil War theaters like itself in the United States. Mm. And I want to say at some point it was in threat of being torn down. But um, So Thalian, for those of you who don't know, it's attached to our city hall. So city hall is 
quite impressive on Front Street. It's got the you know major Corinthian columns and the big flight of steps that takes you up to the front, and that's City Hall. And then the back portion is Thalian, and it is uh, it was renovated uh, several years ago. Well, I want to say twenty years ago now, but it, and it was brought back to its original um, look, and it's it's just um, it's it's stunning, but. Uh, uh, there's been some. I did a video on that too, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's stunning on the inside, like once you get in the theater, because it's so modern around it, right? Like when you go into the box office and the lobby. And yeah, because the way it was attached, the way it's attached to the back of City Hall, it comes off like a L shape, I guess, and then out in front of that, yeah, they filled in the L shape and they made a more modern version. So when you walk in. Um, you, you come into this glass structure, but then you can see the original side of the actual building. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty cool. But once you um, once you actually get into the theater, you you feel like you are taken back in time. It's you, you've just got to go see it for yourself if you haven't seen it yet. It's it's quite uh, it's, it's quite stunning actually, and uh, and there's been some big big names. Uh, Buffalo Bill Wild Cody uh, was one of the entertainers on there. Mm. Um, Agnes Moorhead from Bewitched has has performed on that stage. I have performed on that stage. Were you clogging? I was clogging. <laughs> it was, it's quite amazing. So if you get a chance to go to um, Thalian Hall, I highly recommend it. We, um, I went there a couple of years ago, and they do a, uh, a screening of It's a Wonderful Life on the main stage. Frank Capra. Yeah. From here, right? Well, he's not from here, but. Okay. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, so that, that's pretty cool. But uh, it's, a, it's a stunning stage. Uh, highly recommend checking it out. And check out the video I did. It's on my YouTube channel, Port City Living. Uh, me and my friend Leslie did that like three years ago. And, mm. uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. We, we talk about a lot more history um, than that. And um, so, yeah, uh, Wilmington is uh, steeped in history and architecture. And, um, you, know, uh, you know, what we could do is name some of the famous people that most of our audience might not know is either from here or has lived here once in their life at some point. Well, who who is the most popular? Would you say on the list? Um, probably since every well, there's several sports uh, sports people. I would probably say that Michael Jordan would be our most famous person from here. I'd, I'd agree. Um, he moved here when he was five. Um, fun fact. Um, My dad uh, worked for General Electric, which is a big company here. Uh, He has a big plant here out in Castle Hayne, just outside of Wilmington. And uh, my dad used to work with Michael Jordan's dad and Mm. and knew him very well. Um, So that's kind of cool. So Michael Jordan, one of the big ones. Uh, For those of you older and might remember uh, the newscaster David Brinkley, he actually grew up here, was born here, and he is buried in Oakdale Cemetery. Oakdale Cemetery is a is a big historical place here too because it's an old historic cemetery. It's a Victorian cemetery. Um, it's it's quite impressive. My great grandfather is buried in there. Um, uh, for those of you who live here who don't know anything about it or have never visited, I highly recommend that you go over and just park, walk in, and just. I know I know walking around in a cemetery doesn't sound like the most pleasant thing to do, but it's actually quite interesting because. In the Victorian age, when they built cemeteries, they did it quite different than they do now. Um, all of the ra- all of the places that people were buried were raised up, and then there was driveways or pathways that were lower. Mm. So people in the Victorian age would actually go over to these cemeteries like this and actually 
picnic and hang out, which sounds really odd, but that's exactly what they yeah. did back then. Um, and, you know, now today you see cemeteries that are more flat, the lawn style type cemetery. And they have that part over there too as, as time changed uh, and they extended the uh, cemetery. They went more to the lawn type. Yeah. But the original part of the cemetery is really, really cool. And, and it's over on 15th Street. It's it's outstanding. It's one of my favorite places to go. And you recently did a YouTube on it as well, did, did you not? I, I, I saw well. that one. I saw <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I did the history of it. And it's really kind of quite interesting. The, the president of the, um, the cemetery, uh, and you can watch the video to get all the details about it, but the very first person to be buried in the cemetery once was in, it was developed was his little daughter mm. she she passed away at very very young and she was the very first mm. person to be buried in there but um uh anyway um let's see uh charlie daniels oh, is from here yep. what was what was one of his famous songs the devil comes down to georgia or yeah it should have been north carolina right something like that <laughs> <laughs> okay. charlie daniels uh Roman Gabriel, uh, 1969 NFL MVP, um, Roman Gabriel. Um, uh, uh, Althea Gibson, who was a famous tennis player. And I've actually been, I had some friends that actually owned the home that she lived in. And the original tennis courts that her dad built for her to practice on, were, mm. I, I'm assuming they're still there. I'm, I'm quite sure they are. But they were still there on that property. And I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. So she she's uh, one of the famous ones. Um who else do you have on the list? I just keep thinking about the people that lived here even temporarily uh, while filming different TV series and shows and movies. Yeah, because we, we have, um, and one man in particular, we have a bri- we have two big bridges here, the Memorial Bridge, which is also an iconic structure, I guess you could say. It's, it's been around for a long time, too. And that's, that's a when people think of Wilmington, they think of also the Memorial Bridge. But the other bridge on the mm-hmm. other end of downtown, the north end of downtown, is called the Isabel Holmes Bridge. And I always like to call it the Katie Holmes Bridge because Katie Holmes lived here in Wilmington when she was filming Dawson's Creek and um, amongst all the other stars, which were kind of cool. And I used to wait on her at the Gap. Fun fact, I used to wait on her at the Gap, Brad. Yeah, so I actually call that the Maximum Overdrive Bridge because that's the bridge in the opening scene of Maximum Overdrive. Never seen it. Oh, my gosh. It's a great killer movie, literally. But if you... Did, uh, waited on or helped Katie Holmes, I assisted uh, Michelle Williams, Williams yep. uh, at, at uh, Sam's Club one day. Oh. Yes. Very sweet. lovely before she made it really, really big. And tiny. She's teeny tiny. Yeah, she's, she's a little really, really short. And she's tiny. little. She's, but they're both stunning women. I think Katie Holmes is one of the most beautiful women on the planet. And then my, um, my kids have trick-or-treated at James Vanderbeek's house. Oh, nice. When he lived here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I used to. I was on the last season of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> I'm a star, people. You just don't know. I'm a star. Uh, and then you got uh, One Tree Hill. No, Not, uh, I was on One Tree. I, I, no, I'm just saying. I mean, the, the oh, people you that got were here. Hill. Yeah, yeah. You got the people that lived here. Yeah, I, I never watched that show hardly. I, I don't really. Uh, I know some of the people. As a matter of fact, I was out one night and I was dancing at one of the bars. This was a long time ago, and. Uh, most of the cast was all hanging out together, dancing. We were all kind of dancing together on the, yeah. on the club. You know, we, it, the thing about Wilmington is, is that um, that's one of the other historical things about Wilmington is that we have a movie uh, studio here. Um, it was um, 
Screen Gems for a long time. It was Carol, actually it was Carol Coe to begin with. And the very, do you know the very first movie that was filmed in Wilmington with, under that, in that studio, Carol Coe? Was it Firestarter? Firestarter with Drew Barrymore. I thought, the hmm. very first one. And then it turned into Screen Gems and now it's something else. I'm not exactly sure what it is now, but um, you know, right now this is January 2024 and everything's kind of dried up. Um, but hopefully the, the filming will come back uh, at some point. And, um, but yeah, so, uh, the the thing about Wilmington is is that it's it's small enough that stars that are filming here can live here and enjoy a normal life. Yeah, you know, and not, not feel bombarded by people. I might have our first retraction. It oh. was not James Vanderbeek's house. It was Chad Michael Murray's house. <laughs> That's okay. where my kids went trick or treating. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and let's see who else. Um, President Woodrow Wilson uh, lived in Wilmington from 1874 to 1882. That's a big, big one. Yeah. Do you know who he is? The president. president. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of others. Uh, Sonny Jurgensen, Hall of Fame quarterback, and Metal Art Lemon of the Harlem Globetrotters. That's pretty cool. I think a lot of people didn't don't know this. Um, I didn't know that about Metal Art Lemon. For some reason, I didn't know that. But um, and there's, there's also a host of celebrities who have owned property out on figure eight as well. Yes. Do you want a name? Drop, um, you want a name drop? I can't. Th- like, their names are dropping. Like, like, I remember there was a couple. Um, was it um, Christy Brinkley and her husband at one time? Mm, I don't know. I only know one, and I'm not real 100% sure about that one. And then Elizabeth Dole had a place out there, right, at oh, once upon a time? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but there's there's... A few out there on Figure Eight. Yeah, Figure Eight's beautiful. Um, private island, um, north of Wilmington. But uh, the the person that I know that had a place out there, I think, was John Travolta. Oh yeah, and I'm I not real sure that about that. Yeah. But um, and I actually, when he was he filmed Domestic Disturbance here in Wilmington, I think it was in 2000, I believe. And I actually got to meet him and spend um, a lot of time with him, and he was a huge delight. I really, really enjoyed spending time with him and getting to know him. So that's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, so Wilmington has a lot of uh, a lot of history. A lot of um, famous people have lived here and uh, stayed here while they were doing whatever they were doing. Most yeah. of it's filming. Um, but that's that's a good good piece of history, and uh, um, I think Wilmington has so much to offer when that's where that's concerned. And um, and of course we have. Um, one thing we probably forgot to um, offer up is UNCW. <laughs> That's a big deal here, yeah, too. Because, yeah. you know, Wilmington, for those of you who don't know or have never been here, Wilmington is a uh, it's a beach town, obviously. It's a tourist town, and it is a college town. We have the University of North Carolina at Wilmington. Uh, when my aunt went there back in the 60s, it was called Wilmington College. <clears throat> Did you know that, Brad? I did know that. My, I had an older cousin that attended during that time. Yeah. Yep. So, and then it got incorporated into the university system. And, um, yeah, that's a big part of uh, people come here to go to school, and then they don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> they, they make it work. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on here, a lot of history. And uh, if, if, for those of you who don't uh, live here, or if you do live here and you don't really get into the histor- history part, I suggest you dive into it because it's there's a lot of good information here, and, and definitely check out um, um, the Cape Fear Lost book. It's 
it's just outstanding to me. It's not big, but it's just a. It just shows you what. Should we say this is not an endorsement? By the way, it's not, not an endorsement. <laughs> no, not an endorsement at all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, do you have anything to add to the? We're going to get up. We're going to. We're going to. We we love to get off on tangents when for sure. But yeah. we're going to. We're going to talk about more about the movie stuff um, down the road because there, there's been so many things filmed here that people probably don't know was filmed here. Uh, so we're going to get off on that topic uh, later down the road, and uh, we're going to talk about early again because there is a topic that we're going to discuss in uh, in April that happens every year. That's a really big deal for early gardens and um, what else. I mean, this this is th- those are the fun things for me. The movies, the celebrities, the events, the the social side, the philanthropic side uh, of Wilmington. That's that's where I, I have the most fun. Yeah, and I enjoy the history part because yeah. I do want to talk about Pembroke and Sadie Jones again because they're you know they're, they're pretty significant in this area for what they own. Yeah, and uh, so that's pretty cool. But uh, well, cool. Well, Brad, we. Did we give them history 101? Um, Did we forget anything? And we might have crossed we forgot a, line a little bit into actually, 102, but, but yeah, I mean, there, there's still <laughs> be a 102. Yeah, I think there's there's so much that we can probably always come back to and do like a part B or maybe even a part C on certain topics. Yeah, but that kind of gives you an idea of uh, you know how old Wilmington is, how long it's been around. Yeah. You know, it was it's a it was a big port back in the Civil War days, and it still is a major port. Oh, here, here's a, something quite interesting that people might not know. So the reason they call it the Port City, obviously, is yeah. because we're a port. But do you know the other three cities with uh, with names? Remember we talked about this the other day, remember? I have a very short-term memory. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to tell you again. Wilmington's the port city. Raleigh is the capital city. Well, yeah. Greensboro is the gate city to the west. Okay. Just like, you know. And then uh, Charlotte is the, the Queen, Queen City. City. I knew that. Queen Charlotte. Yeah. So, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay, yeah. So we're the Port City. Interesting. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> cool, cool. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, Thanks for joining us. Take it home. Thanks for joining us this time. We pre- greatly appreciate it. Go out there and be kind to everybody. And as always, if someone doesn't have a smile, Brad, what do you do? You should give them yours. Do it. Bye, y'all.